What happens at the racetrack leads to improvements at the shop. And what's made at the shop must eventually make its way back to the track. It's a cycle that every race team has accepted. The good ones perfected. And that's where we are today. Subaru Rally Team USA has done its homework. Easy under braking down here, there's standing water. Sandell's looking behind you. He's on your inside there on your right. He doesn't have any traction either. They've chased speed with patience. They've tested with analytical determination. And now they take to the global rallycross track for the first time this season. This is where the rubber meets the road. Where their next steps are determined. Where benchmarks are set. This is launch control. Marine Base on the 4th of July weekend. That's what you call a celebration. Although this is race number 6 of 12 in the championship, Subaru is making their first appearance of the season. The fans have been eagerly awaiting Subaru's return, but they understand this is a development year for the team. Testing has shown the cars are faster, stronger, and more nimble than ever before. My name is Staff Sergeant Weingartner. I'm with CNAT New River. I actually came to take pictures and they told me I could ride in the car. I'd be crazy to let it down. I really don't know what to expect. on the staff sergeant's face is one they hope to see from their competitors. That would be a victory this weekend. I fly in helicopters and that just trumped it. Like, that was amazing. There's a lot of new people, so everybody, it's, it's just been a massive uh, learning experience for a lot of new members and, and it was just so important to get here and just get the cars through the event uh, and, and into the final. Last few months have been split between the shop and the test track. The final shakedown before the season shows all the signs of a race-ready rallycross car. Just got here to uh, our test in New Hampshire and uh, I've just been watching Sphere do some laps in the car and I can instantly tell he's actually able to drive the car without sliding it around. It sounds really good, it sounds really strong and I can tell that by just looking at it and I haven't even drove the car yet. Everything's good when it's warm. Yep. You can drive like hell. Okay. Not kill it. Not possible. Okay. 
So this year with the new car, one of our focuses was to change the moment of inertia in the car. Um, so what we've done this year is we'd spent a lot of time lightening the car and moving a lot of the weight inside the car to, uh, to make the car handle better for the drivers, be more responsive, and it's really showing improvements now with the, the way the car's been handling for the drivers. I'm happy, you know, I want to drive race every day, so I'm born ready. I want to go there and beat the other guys, definitely, yes. I want, uh, I want my car on top, I want my team on top, I want Subaru on top, so definitely I'm ready. While testing went off without a hitch, testing isn't racing. There's only one way to find out where they truly stand. New River, heat races are set to begin. The idea this weekend was to get back into the groove, right? We haven't been racing this year. We've been doing a lot of testing. Subaru's rallycross cars will finally go door to door against their peers. We wanted to come here and get a base on where we are and why not do it at a base? get out there, we need to get the drivers back in the cars, you know, in traffic. In the opening heats, the 11 and 81 are right in the mix. It's dusty this time. Take another long lap. Nice and easy around here. Just drive it. There you go. Nice and tidy through here. Bucky's heat race is hampered by dust. Regardless, the baseline time is set and the team dials in some improvements. Sarah's heat race is more eventful. After a strong launch, Sarah is in fourth, then quickly up to third. But his race ends prematurely when a turbo oil line comes loose. The flames make it seem like a critical failure, but the damage is minor. Back in the pits, the team diagnoses the cause quickly. Yeah, that might be your problem right there, Brendo. Did the bolts loosen up on the bottom of that turbo? Yeah, some holes in the oil or something was uh, dripping under the car. So I tried to get to the finish line, but it was too much smoke in the car. So I need to stop. I hate to, I hate to do that, but there was too much smoke in there. But okay, first race, first heat. You know, not so bad. You know, them hate us already. I love it. This one's coming down. This one's coming down. We good. We good. As the team goes, the weekend's good. You know, like some of the parts on the car are new to the team. We're you know we're still learning a quick way to work on things, and uh, we've sw swapped some mechanics around. So we're holding everybody to the high candle, and uh, we're gonna get there. The cleanup and repair is messy, but relatively simple. So the team refocuses on racing. Both Subarus head to the LCQ. Busy few minutes. It was a bit of a mess there. Yeah. Grease oil crap everywhere, man. The top four move on to the final. Securing a spot in the final would prove the cars are on the right development track. Four laps, no joker first time. We're gonna drag race fair down the uh, down to the end here, and then I'll make the call to get in or stay out. And break on. Revs up. And launch. Stay straight, stay straight, stay straight. Fair's inside, he's inside, he's gonna let you stay there. Down the main straight, the Subarus are neck and neck. Sparrow slots into third, Bucky fourth. Protect inside again, he's inside, okay, he's letting go. Now he's gone outside. 
Bucky is immediately under attack by Patrick Sandell and stuck in the traffic. Sparrow, on the other hand, gets a lucky break as the car ahead takes the Joker. Clear track ahead moves him up to second. For number 81. Take the Joker. Take the Joker. Bucky's spotter calls for him to take the Joker lap. He's opened a small lead on Sandell and wants to complete the Joker to retain position. While both cars are in the heat of the battle, data is still being collected. This is, after all, a learning process. So this data is critical. Back on track, Sfera is still in second, but is yet to take the mandatory Joker lap. Second to last lap, he takes it. The Joker is slightly longer, but maintains a faster speed. It'll be a tight squeeze at the merge. Dine drifts wide into Sfera's lane. Sfera reacts, and Dine tries to get back online. Sfera is through to retain second, but not without contact. Bucky has been dueling with Sandell all race, and on this final lap, he needs to get passed into fourth. Bucky is right on his bumper, ready to capitalize when Sandell takes the Joker. All right, get up there, get up there. Sandell's going Joker, go long, go, 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 jump it, let's go. He holds nothing back. All right, make yourself wide, stay inside, 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 get inside, get inside, get inside, get inside, stay inside, stay inside, go, 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 go. We got that spot by staying inside there. It blocked him right out. That was the biggest jump ever. As both cars return to the pits, word comes down from race control that Sfera has been penalized for the contact with Dine. The penalty bumps him out of the final and moves Bucky to third. The call puts a damper on what was a very positive step for the team. But after a thunderstorm delay, the dark clouds lift. Regardless of the ruling, one Subaru still has a spot in a very wet and slippery final. It's not going to be pretty. Off the line, Bucky is cautious. Go up the outside there if you can. Nice and patient, go around the outside. It's gonna be ice out here. 10 cars on a saturated track with unknown grip is a recipe for carnage. With cars spinning out everywhere, Bucky knows the result is possible simply by surviving. Easy under braking down here, there's standing water. The slick mud has slowed the action to a crawl as cars grasp for any traction they can find. For Bucky, grip isn't his biggest worry. The heavy mud jams his windshield wipers.
he drives two laps with zero visibility out of the windshield. One hit into a barrier, and his spotter makes the call. No stop, just stay where you are. That sucks, man. Looking purely at the score sheet, it seems like an event to forget. But the team will tell you a very different story. They would never want to forget the lessons they learned about their new rallycross cars. We're, we're running great. We're, we're battling like little gremlins that everyone else is battling. Like, Sarah had a little oil hose pop off. I had windshield wipers that failed. I mean, windshield wipers. Uh, I can't see, I can't race. So we're, we're making changes to the car that are bettering our racing. It's, it's not changes to the car to keep us racing. You gotta get louder than that, let's go! They won't forget the data they collected and the benchmarks they set. The car is performing really, really well. Um, we're just making minor adjustments to, to keep it performing at the level we want it to. And uh, hopefully only a couple more of those and then we'll be well on our way. And they certainly won't ignore the positives. Very few cars here have clear runs. It's not uncommon. This is that type of racing. As we're chipping away through it, we have uh, certain targets we're trying to reach, and the first one was reliability through the event, and, and we've achieved that. So we, now we need to just build up on the speed and fix all the small problems, you know? And we don't have a battleship, so we're racing. This team brought an unproven car to the track competed against teams reaching the midpoint of their season and held their own. Next time on Launch Control. Subaru Rally Team USA takes on the New England Forest Rally. David Higgins and Craig Drew continue their quest for the Rally America Championship title. while Bucky Lassick tackles the first gravel stages of his career. That's next time on Launch Control.